and welcome to yet another episode of the Geospatially Africa podcast, the podcast for the African geospatial community. My name is Okwayemi. And I am Inyobon. So in today's episode, um, we have a very special guest, someone that I, I really respect in what he's doing to bring portfolio making closer to us in the industry today. In person of Emmanuel Jolaya, is the CEO of Special Node, which is currently taking the geospatial industry by storm. It's a very easy way to get your portfolio in minutes. And then you can put this on your college application or your job application to showcase your work. So please, Imi, go ahead and introduce Emmanuel to us. All right. Thank you so much, Manuel, for being here. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. And today's going to be amazing because we're going to talk about a lot of things. Um, thank you for having me. All right. So we'll be talking today about uh, Spatial Note, the platform, everything about Spatial Note. So before we start uh, diving into um, this question, could you mind telling us about yourself, how you got into just Spatial and you know, your background? All right. So... <laughs> That's a very good question. So my name is Emmanuel Jolaiya. I'm a geospatial software engineer with special interest in geospatial community development. Like I love people a lot. I love community. I love making impact. So talking about my background, I like I finished from the Federal University of Technology Akure. I studied remote sensing and GIS, and so I have a background in remote sensing and GIS. And my getting into geospatial is sort of God's plan. <laughs> Because I didn't choose geospatial as a course, actually, but I was given geospatial by the Federal University of Technology Akure. So back then, in 2015, when I applied for an admission at FUTA, I planned to study electrical electronics engineering because, you know, I had interest in that. I was really interested in going to EEE, but, you know, EEE is like a very competitive course. So... I met the cutoff. I think I met the cutoff, but there were people, you know, gurus that had scored more than I, I did. So, but because I still had a very good score, then, you know, I was given remote sensing and GIS. So, fast forward to under level in RSG, we had a symposium with the prof, that's the then HOD, who is now the dean of the School of Eta Mineral Science, um, prof AYB Anifoshi, a very great man. So, you know, he gave us orientation on RSG. Initially, Googled about RSG, what does it mean? But the results were not really interesting, maybe because I didn't really know much about the course and what it entails and stuff. So during the orientation with the prof, right, a very great man, he gave us the right foundation and orientation we need about the course. He introduced the course in a notable alumni, where we can work, what's what to do, like what we do in the course. Um, you know, he talked about satellite, which is very interesting, which got my attention. So after that, you know, I already knew what to search for on Google. Then I went again to search Google for, to kind of have a deeper understanding of what I'm committing the next five years of my life into. And the results were, you know, then amazing. So during the course of the orientation as well, I can remember I mentioned that we should get a laptop and um, start learning programming. Like it stressed that a lot. And, you know, we are, we are not really doing much practical then because we just got into the um, department. So we are just basically doing theories about satellite sensors personally on my own end as well i was now doing some research you know going on social media networking with people reading blogs subscribing to mailing lists you know to also know what's happening out there right and i remember again during the orientation the prof said we are the only school that offers gis as a course in africa i think west africa so 
I was curious to know what's also happening outside of our own, you know, community, our, lo- our local community outside Nigeria, outside um, Africa. So I was just doing social media research, um, Google research, taking tutorial videos, conference videos and everything. So, you know, just to get uh, to know what's happening out there. So since then, the rest has been history. I've just been advancing and building upon those skills and, uh, you know, the skills I learned in school. It's really nice to hear your background and how you were motivated right from school yeah. to go into this field. And that's something that I really like to emphasize, that anybody, wherever you find yourself, make the most of it. Yeah. It wasn't what you wanted, but you made the most of it right from school. So that's something that, like, the new generation can really learn from. True, I agree. Yeah, so that's really cool to, to hear, really. Okay, we know about you more now and how you found your path into this. But I think what we really want to know about is like the inspiration behind Special Node. Like, what is Special Node? How do you tell <laughs> both the people that are in your special um, the field and even people outside of it or people that want to join? What do you think Special Node is? Okay, so that, that's a good question. So Special Node is actually what the GIS community needs. You know, there are, there are some things that we need, but we don't know that we need them until we see them, right? Because if you look at the GIS industry, the future of the GIS industry is actually us, the people in the industry, right? Without us, there can't be any tools or any industry. So Special Node is focusing on the fifth component of GIS, which is the people. So the platform is there for the people, built for the community to showcase their works and discover opportunities, you know? So it's a growing community of um, geospatial professionals to showcase their creative works and list as talents for hire. And currently the platform is like, we have basically to focus. And the first one is for people to showcase their works easily, like as easy as it can be. You know, in the GIS industry, if you look around, like at least a GIS personnel can use three softwares and three GIS softwares. So that's a lot, actually. That's a lot. So we don't want to, like, we are trying to solve the need um, for the GIS people to be learning more software before they can showcase their work, right? Like you've done the whole analysis and everything. You don't need to learn any more additional software before you start showcasing your awesome works. There's a lot for us to learn already. We don't want you to be like a jack of all trade and a master of few or a master of none. So just focus on the tools of the trade, which are softwares that keeps coming every every day because new softwares are released every day. Sometimes it can even be overwhelming. So why you just publish your works on Spatial Node, right? So that's, that's what um, showcasing of works do. And we are not just showcasing the work to the GIS community alone. Or to the world. That's why even on Spatial Node, if you go there without logging in, you already start seeing awesome works by the people in the industry. You already start seeing it there. So we are showcasing your works to the world, making the world know what's possible with GIS, right? Because on the platform, you see different projects across the, across the world from different countries. In fact, you'd be surprised that people are doing this kind of stuff with GIS. You see different maps and different tools, some tools that we've never heard of before, right? So then discovering of opportunities. So we, we just we just want to focus and make it easy for people to um, showcase their works, basically. So that's what Special is all about, having the portfolio of your work, an up-to-date portfolio of your work. Because another thing with um, 
using other tools, for example, programming to create a portfolio of your work is updating it might be very difficult because I actually add that um, challenge. In fact, especially it's like a solution to a personal problem for my uh, I faced in 2019. Because in 2019, then I was still in school. So we usually have a lot of assignments. So we make a lot of maps. Now I'm just to cover this, NDVI that, and what's not. So we embellish these maps and they usually end up on, you know, in archive and even sometimes in the recycle bin. So that wasn't a problem anyways, actually, until in 2020 when I was trying to apply for an opportunity and they requested for a portfolio of my works and I couldn't offer anything. Like, I know this thing, right? But how can I let the uh, recruiter know that I know it? I need to show it to the recruiter, right? And it's not um, it, it's not like content writing where you write blog. It's not like... Um, um, programming where you push your codes to GitHub. These are basically maps and sometimes reports, right? So, and sometimes, in fact, a single map that you see uh, on the internet, it can be like a, a com- the results can, or the process, the analysis can be like a, com- can involve the combination of um, two or three software before you come up with like a single map. So how do I let the recruiter know that, okay, this map you are seeing, I use these tools and these tools and these tools and these plugins, you know, those those tiny bits. How do we communicate to the recruiters? So I couldn't do that. It was a challenge because unfortunately I couldn't um, have anything. I couldn't offer the recruiter anything to see my works. So I had to end up learning web dev to code the portfolio then, which was very cool. But then I couldn't update the portfolio again. I had to start going back to update the, like edit the code base and start pushing again. It was really, really, really stressful to, to use then so i had to just consult my maybe i'm like i thought i felt i was the only one so i just want to, want to be sure i had to consult my colleagues in school like okay guys does anyone have their own portfolio like how did you build it and to my surprise none of them have a portfolio of their work and we are like at the at 400 level then about to graduate about to like enter the final year so we're about to enter the um the job the job market so i had an idea to okay find a way to make this easy for myself basically how can i build this platform such that it will be easy for me to keep updating it when i work on a new project i just embellish the map upload it the step i took you know for example if you want to create a project on spatial audio upload the map in the description box you write the step you took and everything then you select the plugin you used tools you used like basically that arrangement is like the solution to my problem, <laughs> you know? And then I just put A and B together, bounced ideas off some of my uh, study bodies and came up with the special idea, okay, to solve the problem. It's not a common problem because I already asked colleagues back then in school. And, you know, <laughs> the rest they say is history. And now we have special out there, helping people to showcase their works easily and publish uh, a portfolio of their works. Like in a few seconds, you have a portfolio that you can attach to your resume. All right, great. That, that's that's really interesting. And that's so beautiful. Okay, so um, I did my portfolio because I saw the importance of it, but I couldn't code my own. So I did, I used them Esri Suite. So my portfolio is basically a story map. And I basically modeled it after Kate Berg. I know you know Kate Berg. Like our own, you know, portfolio was also that. But special note is even easier because somebody has taken care of the programming part for you. They've taken care of all that for you. All yeah. you need to do is just yeah. use the user interface and just 
push your work on there. Yeah. You, you mentioned something about, you know, people being able to um, see their work without having to sign up. I think that's one aspect that I really like. I'm actually um, at, on Special Note right now. Now, the, the idea is that, oh, people can just go to specialnote.net and look at all the different nice work that people are doing, right, without having to sign up. And I think people can also um, get inspiration from, you know, the work from different people. And you did mention recruiters looking for portfolio. And I think that's that's really interesting. Yeah. I would like to know, let's, let's just do trivia. Like, okay. how many countries are currently rep- um, represented on Special Note? I know you have, like, metrics, you know, that measure that stuff because i've actually met somebody in the uk via special node and then we are, we are connections on linkedin now that's actually interesting to hear <laughs> yeah that's that's really good feedback so like how many countries currently are represented on special node okay so we're talking about visitors we have like we've covered all the countries in the world they come every day to check projects we're talking about the users on the platform we have over 50 yeah, we've basically touched all the continents. Yeah, so basically the whole continent in the world has been represented, you know, by each of these different countries. And I think that's really amazing. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and the, the beauty about it is it's not like we did any special marketing or targeted ads to those countries. It's just basically with word of mouth marketing and the support of the geospatial community. You know, normally the geospatial community is very, very supportive, so... It also helped with the promotion of the platform. Yeah, that's one thing I always say about the geospatial community. Like, it's one of the easiest industries to get into. Absolutely. Like, it's if you know what you're doing mm-hmm. and you want to, you can work. Like, you're dedicated and committed and consistent. The geospatial industry is one very easy industry to enter. In. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so that being said, did you build the platform yourself using your own you know, just special programming skills or you have a team, you work within a team because like, say you're the face of the project. Like I know that, are there others within the team that you also work with? Are there contributors or maybe backers? How How is the whole backend? Like if you, if you would like to share with us. Absolutely. So actually it was a personal project. The whole idea, because I was trying to solve my own problem. I built the first version by myself, but it's a teamwork now. In fact, we are like a startup now trying to solve the problem for um, the industry. So uh, when I built the first version, I was trying to also learn a few things. So then I was, you know, I had to build um, a backend system. I had to learn some tools and stuff to get my portfolio up to date, right? Then... What I like, what I learned from that process is more like strengthening the idea that I had, and then I was able to come up with a PRD, right, for the whole idea and everything, the concept. So then I just reached out to a study body of myself, and that's Philip OQQ to support me with the back end, and I got a UI UX guy, Faith Kenny, a very good UI UX guy, and then I got a front end developer, Michael Eleyowo. So, you know, it's something big, something huge. Because I, before before I even got to them, I already shared the idea with my mentor as well. You know, the how I even came up with the name, the whole process was shared with my mentor. Because the idea then was then was to have like a, a platform like GitHub, but for the geospatial community, a platform like Beans or Dribble, but for the GIS community. So 
I was just coming, like we had a lot of brainstorming session, same with, um, together with the um, brand designer, um, that is Michael Olari Wajo. So we're just thinking about, okay, let's try map up, you know, GitHub map up. Then we check for the domain. The domain was already taken. Can okay, let's try map host. Like we just <laughs> coming up with several ideas to give it a name before we eventually settled with special node. Because our special node clicked. So once special node clicked, then I just reached out to my guys. Like, okay, guys, this is not becoming. This is gonna be something big, and I knew I can never, I could never do it myself. So I got their support, and then we released the first version of the platform um, late last year. So then what it could just do was upload projects and like just got like more like an MVP, more like a better version, just to put the idea out there to test the market. And the reception was very awesome. Reviews were great. In fact, we had people do um, tutorial videos about the platform on YouTube, which is really awesome and amazing. That's a form of PR on its own. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that kind of stretching the fact that, okay, this platform is coming at the right time. This is like what people need, right? So got more ants on deck on, you know, to build it, to kind of, you know, uh, refactor the code base because you just built an MVP, just wrote spaghetti code just to get it out there. So we just um, refactored the code base and then redesigned the old platform and brand and everything. Then I got support from friends as well, like Opoyemi Nafiu, Agbaji Ahmed. Those are the people helping with the content. Ulufemi Damilola as well. Then Israel Bankole, Belo Alima, Amadu Taiwo. You know, these, these guys, they already they knew the idea from inception, mm-hmm. you know, what it is at the moment, right? So I, I carried them along and they were really happy and eager to help. Wale and a lot of people I forgot to mention. So it's the same work. In fact, you know, um, we are we are just basically a startup building this platform to address the common issue in the industry. So it's a teamwork. Yeah, that's beautiful. And the fact that, like, you know, everything that we see out there, and I'm, I'm a stickler for, like, recognition, like, personally. And I like the industry for the fact that, like, people can be easily recognized. Because um, there are lots of things out there, like you mentioned mentoring. Then you, you mentioned that you have a mentor. I'm also for volunteering, like for like you know, for situations when jobs are scarce, you know, volunteer. Yeah. I just wanted to ask this because I was curious about that, like because a lot of these startups, like you said, you know, they require funding, and I want to know if you, if if some of these people that you mentioned, or some of the people on the team, are volunteering, if there's an okay. opportunity to volunteer for so, such a cause, or whether they are um all um like maybe capital partners, like. Like they get some form of remuneration or something. And how, how were you able to get funding, basically? If, like, uh, most of your people are, you know, you know, they are good programmers, for you to be able to do oh. something this big, then they are very skilled programmers. And you know how much programmers are earning. Like, how do you even sort your team? Okay. So uh, my, my, my team, like, most of us working on the project actually working for free so we are basically bootstrapping at the moment we we share the vision together right you know most of the people in the industry that still in the gis industry are driven by passion basically because if you are driven by money or yeah by money in the industry you won't be able to last long 
in the industry. So they understood that this is a common problem in the industry and they share the same vision with myself. So we are currently bootstrapping and then, of course, remunerating ourselves with um, some finances in a way or two. But it's not like a full-fledged um, remuneration system, right? Because some of them, they also have some other works that they are doing. So they are more or less volunteering in a way um, to just push the, the vision. For a common goal, I guess, like since you all found like passion in this and you know it's very, and it will be very huge. And you know, people, everybody wants to come about something that's going to work. When I see something good, I really believe in it. And then immediately I saw something like this, like I personally, I really believe in it. When you see a cause that you can contribute to, and eventually, definitely, you will get your remuneration. That's what matters. For them now, they can say tomorrow, like all these people that you mentioned, even if they are not getting the money now, tomorrow they could say they were part of the founding members that, that grew something this big. I mean, come on, Facebook started like this. Absolutely. Google probably started like this, you know? Friends coming together and pulling resources together. And as long as they will be recognized when it finally blows, yeah. like when it finally blows, be recognized that's all that matters really and then they could even get better positions on global teams so so that's really commendable uh, thank you so even at, at the moment um some of the team, team members got job even while volunteering for special knowledge like most of us back then I, I told you this started in school before i finished school so it's not actually we were like super super good so the first release was, was more like um if spaghetti code, like the code base was just to put it out there. Yeah. But along the line, we learned new stuff. We learned new stuff. So even along the line, some of us like got some roles via, um, during the process. You understand? Because we're already good and we have something to show for it. So special is more like a portfolio to some of us. <laughs> and special is a portfolio mm-hmm. of portfolios. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think that's really, really interesting. Um, so I was wondering if you would like to share some of the, the tools you're using to build the platforms. Is that something you might uh, want to share? Yeah, sure. Why not? We are, we are using world-class tools, tools that we are very proud of, and that's Next.js. So Next.js is like a framework, a React framework, and that's what we are using. It has a lot of features, a lot of benefits, and it was released by Vessel. So we also host it on Vassel as well. So for the front end, we're using Next.js. And for the back end, we're using Jojango. So, and the choice for Jojango is because of um, going forward, we have like in the roadmap, we have plans to do some GIS stuff. Yeah. And even aside that, that's what I use. That's my tool, Django, Jojango. So instead of learning, say, Node.js or another tool that might delay the release of the platform. So yeah. Just have to go with Django to build your stuff. Then next JS for the front end. So going forward, um, depending on what we want to build next, that can maybe that can now warrant us to use other tools for the um, platform. But for now, the tools we are using is just serving us right. Um, so it, they are very very cool frameworks that we are leveraging for the platform. <laughs> These tools that you said now were world class like you said because i just quickly googled and i'm not a very technical person i hope to be maybe i'll be your students one day <laughs> but then i went there and i saw like so many very cool websites 
using it. Like you said something also about um, like the fact that you're bootstrapping and stuff. Are you open to venture capital fundraising and all that? Like, are are you at that stage yet where you feel like, uh, I think you can come on board and like push this thing and then we'll be F series A or series B funding very soon. <laughs> so yeah, um, we are not at that at the stage yet, but of course we are very open to that. In fact, it's it's on the roadmap. But you know, obviously, as you can see, special is free. So we uh, we don't have paying customers yet. Nobody's paying for anything. So, and in fact, I really hope it remains like that because the initial idea is to make it easy for the GIS people to do X and Y, post their project and this without needing to stress themselves. So um, I really hope it remains like that. Even myself, I'm a lover of open source. So that's what forever remain like that, forever free, post your projects for portfolio and everything. But then... Um, we are working like, actively working on some other features that we are going to charge for. So when we release those features and when we get to that point, then we can now start um, applying for uh, applying to VCs and acceleration program accelerator programs. But for now, we are not at the stage yet, but we are preparing ourselves because it's very important to prepare ourselves so that when we get to that stage and we apply for it, just get it once. But of course, we are definitely open to angel investment at this stage. I'm also for open source. And then geospatial industry, like for, for those coming into the industry, like I don't think there are particular statistics yet, but I feel like a lot of us came in through open source, even if we eventually branch out into the mm-hmm. more paid version of things. But it yeah. would be very good also if special node could remain free forever. Like then most people would be able to access mm-hmm. it. But then I understand what you said. And then I think it's just the normal way of things, the normal yeah. way for it to progress. Yes. So. Yeah. So special node will continue to be free like this, but then we are gonna add some more features with um that'll, that'll be premium. So that that's the model around around it. All right, great. All right, so talking about features, could you um you know tell us about the features you currently have? You know how uh, people can navigate through, uh, because earlier we talked about uh, that special node has two sections, right? You have the portfolio section, and you also have where people can um enlist talent or get hired. I think that's something we could talk about. But let's talk about the the other section where people showcase their talent, right? Okay. So what are the different features on Special Note now before we move on to what's coming in the future? Okay, so the current version we have is version 2.0. So in this version now you can publish your works like in a few clicks. You On your dashboard, we have the project section where you can upload your project. We have um, private, you can make your projects private. You can make your project uh, as a draft and share with your friends, you know, for feedback and reviews before you eventually make it public. Because it's on the platform on Spatial Node itself. All the projects you are seeing, they are not all the projects on Spatial Node. Those are only the projects that people have decided to make public. There are some people that have private projects on their portfolio. Maybe it's a work in progress. They are still working on it, updating the description and everything. So that, that feature is available for projects private, draft, and you can also pin your project, your favorite project, you can pin it on your portfolio. Then we have appreciation, that's um, getting your project, you know, to receive appreciations from the community, like your project. Um, then we have feedbacks, receiving feedbacks and comments on your project. And then 
the homepage where you can also discover projects. So that way you can see other projects and tap inspiration for your next projects. Um, yeah. Then of course, analytics, where you can also see your project views, how many appreciation tasks, how many time has it been viewed and um, how many feedbacks has it received. So those are the features you have currently on the platform. All right, all right cool. So, um, so are there plans to um, also provide an option to get hired, you know, where uh, maybe companies can post jobs or people can post jobs for, for people to maybe, you know, get hired? Yeah, so that's what we have been actively working on because I always like to do novel stuff, something somewhat innovative, and it's always difficult to do something like that because there's basically nothing you want to do in this world that has not been done before. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just always looking for the innovative side to things and um, it has clicked. We've discovered the innovative side to that job posting because I don't want to just have it like have the platform open for anyone to right. just post any jobs, you know, to prevent spammers yeah. and everything. So we've um, had several calls internally, brainstorming session, and then we figured out the innovative side to it, especially for the GIS people in the GIS industry, because we are focusing on the GIS industry. And that's what we're actively working on now. So the vision is to make it easy for you to showcase your work quite all right. We are doing that. We've achieved that. You can create a portfolio in a few seconds now. You can publish your works. And we even help you to share your works on social media as well to also get more visibility because that's also part of showcasing your works. So then the second um, objective, which is to make it easy for you to discover opportunity, is now what we are currently working on and we plan to release um, in the next, uh, next quarter, uh, hopefully. So that's we involve um, obviously um, job posting and job discovering. So on the home page, you currently have a discover button. So that will be segmented into discover jobs and discover projects. So you can discover jobs. Uh, currently, you can only discover projects. You know, and tap inspiration from projects. You can filter projects by tags and everything. But now you'll be able to discover jobs as well. And so this way to, to be open to industries and organizations to post jobs and get their jobs in front of thousands of visitors that visit special note um, per week. And of course, um, some more other interesting um, features on the pipeline around that job. Because if you notice on the industry, just LinkedIn, for example, and you search for GIS, you see a lot of profiles with open to jobs. And when you check their profile, you see that they have the skills required, but some of them are not showcasing the skills. Some don't have the portfolio of their works, right? right? And you see also that there are a lot of open to jobs, um, like hiring, a lot of hiring as well. Like So the job is there. So it's just that this job has scattered everywhere. You see someone LinkedIn, someone Indeed, someone. So there's no central area or a central node, maybe a special node. Yeah. <laughs> To to have all these jobs in a, in a in a place where you can just go there and you be rest assured okay you'll be seeing valid jobs you'll be discovering valid jobs, um and be able to apply you know easily, um to those jobs so so that's the idea because um we it's really a challenge in the industry like it's very difficult to get a GIS job now it's very very difficult to get his GIS job. So you're trying to bridge that gap, make it easy for people to get a GIS job 
beyond just showcasing your works and having a portfolio. So the plan now is to internally match people to jobs based on their skills. Like if you know you can use ArcMap, if a recruiter posts a job that requires some skills like ArcMap, you get recommended for that job and you get notification uh, notified about the job. So this would be like jobs that you already have examples from. Yeah. And how do you know you have the skills? Of course, to be on your profile and also from your the projects you have posted, it should be there as well. The tools you use and everything. So it should be easier for recruiters to see talent they are looking for because they can already see what the talents can do. We are going to show the recruiter, okay, this is this person. They said he can do this. He has these skills. He has published this kind of project in the past. So, you know, it's going to make the work much, much easier for um, recruiters, you know, to discover the right talents and also for talents also discover the right job for them. All right, great. Thank you so much for, for sharing that. I think uh, we here and a lot of people are looking forward to, to this feature that you're talking about because, of course, everyone, you know, needs a job now and then too. All right, so maybe um, I'll just ask this one. So um, I can remember one time you posted, uh, you tweeted about, you know, the tools that we used on Spatial Node. Um, you know, I think you were doing a kind yeah. of research where you um, said, oh, this year, this is what tools people are using, sure. you know, in the just special um, industry. So uh, could you, um, do you have a metric where you used to measure or have, uh, um, you know, statistics of what tools people are using? I mean, people on Spatial Node are using to, you know, make your maps or, you know, work on your projects. Is that something that you have information about? Um, so yeah, that was in the 2021 year review mail we sent to the users. And um, during the course of preparing um, that the content for the email, we checked uh, internally to see what people are posting on the platform, the tools they are using. You know, when you're posting a project, you select the software you use for the project and the plugin you use for the project, right? So internally, we aggregated those softwares, we ranked them to know the one that is, um, you know, the most used software by the by the users on the platform. So we realized it was, it was there were three, ArcMap, Google Earth Engine, and QGIS, right? So that was when I now tweeted it on my um, Twitter account, on my personal account, that, okay, these are the softwares that are trending in the industry. So, you know, we usually monitor how people use the platform, what people are posting and all, and, you know, um, we, as a, like the team of that, that are building special node, we have GIS background, we are GIS people. So we're always curious to know what's happening in the industry. So that was like a report of the most used tools we have seen on the platform. And we can safely project this on the industry. Maybe going forward as well, we have a plan to, to release this kind of report. Um, because the last time I checked, QGIS is taking the lead now. Uh, as the softwares that people are using for, for projects, just taking the lead. Then Google Earth Engine as well. So if you notice, even on the home page, if you use the Google Earth Engine filter, uh, you see a lot of projects under Google Earth Engine. Tags on the home page are basically the top tools that are being used in the industry, like those tags on the home page. Yeah, yeah. and I think it's really interesting to see, um, you know, people using Google Earth Engine. I think that's, that platform is really, you know, making the round uh, lately, and I think that's that's really interesting. So uh, we are actually looking forward to see what you know what results we're going to have this year. I mean, you mentioned QGIS topping the list now, and I think that's really interesting that people are also you know getting to start using a lot of open source, you know, GIS uh, 
software, and I think that's that's really interesting. Yeah, open source is it's it's really really great. Actually, it's really great thanks to open source, especially some of us here in you know in Africa that we we don't really have much uh, resources to get licensed um, counterpart of open source. Yeah, so it's it's really great to have QGIS. Yeah, absolutely. Open source will forever, forever be relevant. Open source is like what we have in this part of the world, like, you know, uh, where most of us, you know, we're trying to look at what's trending in the world. And the fact that QGIS especially is like standard, it's not as if it's, um, it's uh, substandard in any way, and yet it's so free. Like, And it's the same also with um, open source mapping, you know, OSM. And we also noticed that, you know, some of these open source things, thanks to the developers, thanks to the contributors, sometimes we don't even recognize these people, but they are the ones making sure that they are up to date. You know, if you go to QGIS, for example, yeah. nowadays, only, I only just um, I only just saw like that there was yeah. even an option to donate to the project. Like there are a lot of people that have dedicated their lives and careers to this. And for and like it just validates what you said that the special industry as awesome as it is, it is not somewhere where you go into for the sole aim of you know making money. Yeah. I think GIS or the special industry more has to do with like solving global problems. I think it's a sector that's really focused on solving actually solving people's problems, like whether you have the money for it or not. I agree. And, and, and I hope that this type of sense goes across, you know, to other even sectors so that I think if we do more of that, maybe the world will be a better place, I guess. Yeah, that's correct. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. It was some days ago, I think they released the metrics for QGIS on Twitter. Like QGIS has about 11 million Three hundred and eight thousand nine hundred and seventy-nine opens in the last thirty days. Like over eleven million people opens QGIS in the last thirty days. It's 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 widely used actually. It's really helping. It's working. That's why it's widely used. Exactly. It's standard. You get a lot of work done, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. free. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And we noticed that, like, you have um, several international partners on board your project, you know, and you've even gotten some very notable mentions within the industry, you know, from people like right. Matt Forrest, Kipberg, and um, a host of others also. Uh, that's a huge feat. It really validates the work that you're putting into this. Now, I wanted to know, and even you, you are a, very, you are a face to, you know, be recognized in the Nigerian geospatial sector. What, what, how did you build, how were you able to build this, these partnerships? This, maybe you could give, like, hints to others that might have similar ideas, but might not have been able to bring them out to work on them. How do you advise people to network, you know, to build such partnerships? Because networks like this and people like this recognizing your work, really does a lot to boost your morale, not only your morale, but, you know, visibility and validation of your work. So how would you advise people to, you know, be able to build these partnerships and networks? Yeah, that, that's a very great question, actually. So um, to answer that, um, honestly, the promotion and the partnership is actually out of their goodwill. You know, the, the GIS community is very amazing and supportive, as we already know. In fact, you know, I said I've seen tutorial videos on YouTube from someone in Brazil 
about spatial node. So, and a lot of other promotions everywhere. So, these are I'm grateful for, um, absolutely. But honestly, it's out of their goodwill. Then, on the other hand, um, the tool is very great as well. So, building a very great tool also would be easier for people to promote it for you, right? And the tool is not just great, it's undeniably great and just in time now that you know portfolio is trending and everywhere so you know i know mm -hmm. we want to promote a bad product and jeopardize mm -hmm. their reputation so the tool also is one of the reasons why the promotion is the promotions are just there and um talking about partnership with matt forest i connected with matt forest on linkedin and kate Berg via twitter and urisa i was like i was part of urisa mentorship program in 2020 or thereabouts i can't really remember so my mentor my mentor then christine justin um knew i knew about the idea before i even started i always share it with, with my mentor so she advised and you know she knew about the old idea and everything and then fast forward to this year when the idea is already out and the platform is um, out already then she connected me with urisa vanguard cabinet for some um, form of support. So that was where I met uh, Kate Berg sort of officially because we have already met on Twitter as well because it was her and Dr. Michelle Tobias alongside other community um, members that charged me to build the GIS chatbot um, back then in 2020. So then Andrew was, yeah, what's Maptastic Kate? Yeah. I think the, the hashtag she used to use then was Maptastic. Yeah, I think now it's Mapping Memes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Mapping Memes. So, yeah, that was how I kind of uh, met, um, connect, got connected with Kate Berg. Then, and something about me is I always seek help. I always reach out. So, these um, guys, they are very great. They're always happy to help in this GIS industry. Um, I am just so happy about that. So it's just for you to reach out. <laughs> That's what it takes. So you reach out respectfully, of course. You introduce yourself. You let them know what you are doing, and so yeah, that that's how it is. Like it's just out of their goodwill, and um, sometimes me reaching out to them. That's really beautiful, and and uh, again, it just validates the fact that like there are people that are always there to help. Absolutely. Like Emmanuel said, you also have to be able to reach out, be humble enough to reach out and you know, try your best to do to the best you can. So uh, I'm just going to go ahead and ask the, the final question. Um, so we like asking this question because we want to see the industry. You talked about community, right? We also want to see the industry and the community in Africa boom, grow and become, you know, what we see in other parts of the world. So yeah. the question here is, what do you see the future of the geospatial industry in Africa, like what would you like to see in the future, starting now and you know beyond? Yeah, that's that's a very great question. So what I would like to see is to see more startups in the geospatial space in Africa. Like that's what I would like to see because the like obviously the future of this geospatial um, industry in Africa is bright, like super bright. We have bright minds in Africa, so but that's not enough. What, what we need to keep the industry flourish is more geospatial startups. There are VCs, the market is there. The market is worth billions of dollars growing at uh, an CAGR of 
23%. So it's like, it has a very high projections. That was the Jaspersia industry at large. So, and Africa is big. We have the talents. We have basically all we need. So what we just need to do is to, you know, partner if possible, collaborate. Those ideas that we have in mind, build them. A lot of us have ideas, but we don't build them. Just look at special, for example. I didn't have intention of going to start up. I'm very comfortable working with people and for people, right? But now I built the idea and then it's not a startup. So we need to just keep building these ideas. No matter how little we think it is, consult the right people, flesh, um, flesh it up and build it. So I really wish to see more geospatial startups coming of, out of Africa in the, in the, in the future. Because that way we can be able to flourish. Because we have people learning GIS. We are preaching people to learn GIS. So when they learn the GIS, how are they, they going to get a job in the GIS? What are they going to work for? But if you have more startups, that will create more job opportunities, right? That will create more validation that, okay, GIS is an industry. GIS is solving problems. Yeah, okay, there is money in GIS. There is this and GIS. GIS can solve this and this. So we need to create more startups so that we can create more job opportunities. We need to balance that. Otherwise, we'll keep creating and training people on how to use GIS. But the other end, which we need to balance, is also creating startups or building solutions that will create more job opportunities so that we can now connect yeah. that opportunity you know, with the talents then the industry will keep um, flourishing. So we need to like balance that wheel actually. That's creating more startups. So, and I believe we have what it takes for sure. We have the talent, we have the skills, we have the um, knowledge and everything. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. All right. Thank you so much. It's just a matter of time. And, and with people like you, with people like you in the industry leading the way, you know, there are not many startups like you said, but there's re- there's room for potential. There's room for growth, you know, in the industry, like you also said. Yeah. So uh, I I think that's beautifully said, Emmanuel. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, and I think I think one of the interesting things is that you know young people you know are the ones you know trying to not, not that you know older people are not doing great, but I think just being you know part of this movement is is just amazing. Yeah. True. True. I agree. I mean, the 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 people before us are always there to help and direct support right guide us i mean you can't do something like this on your own so you know for example earlier i said they have matt forest on the board of special node right because i know this industry is very huge so we need support from people out there and also i have joseph arrow uh, as a board member of Special Node. And we have many people in there as well in Africa, people that are already there before us to guide us. So, I mean, it should be like a no-brainer for any startup to have old people like industry giants on the, on the board of their um, startup. So that way it be easier for them to move faster and then to move strategically as well, leveraging the experience of the leader on the team. Yeah. Oh yes, that's beautiful. I think that brings us to the end of uh, of this session with you, Emmanuel. It was a beautiful session. I think I really enjoyed every moment of it. 
and um, thank you for honoring our invitation. We hope to see special note fly to, I mean, the pinnacle because we know it's going to go. I see it personally as the next Facebook. I think the, the next Facebook of, of the geospatial industry. <laughs> like, I really feel it will really, really Yeah, fly. thank you. And, um, yeah, so uh, you're doing great work. Uh, thank you to the team as well. I know it's a team effort. It's not just Emmanuel behind Absolutely. The it's a team effort. Everybody that was mentioned and not, it's just beautiful what you guys are doing. Thank you so, so much for repping Ninja to the world, you know? <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah. you for having me. This was, this was interesting. Yeah, thank you.